Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Kingdom of Success? Happy New Year 2021 is here, and yours truly, Tyler McCart, is excited to be able to talk to you guys, like I always am, and I just appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, this has been uh, a little bit of a interesting time, nonetheless, for me, uh, but I finally felt led to actually record an episode uh, this week. It is January the 5th, and life still moves on. Life definitely continues to move on. And really, guys, actually over the last uh, two months, uh, actually November and December, have been quite uh, interesting months for me. And I wanted to just you know go ahead and talk about those November and December uh, with me and and then jump into kind of just some things for 2021. And uh, I hope it I hope this comes out well. I hope this uh, episode uh, communicates uh, my belief and my faith is that the Holy Spirit is actually speaking through me. So if you wanted to uh, believe with me, uh, even though this has already been recorded, uh, I know that there are several people that pray for me every day, but I just pray in Jesus' name that words will flow through me unhindered and unchecked that uh, they will be edifying to you, the listener right now, kingdom success community, and that you will actually benefit from this word that I'll talk to you guys about and uh, that you'll be encouraged. So we are in the middle of a pandemic still today, and that's a world pandemic, by the way, if you didn't know that yet, I just recorded an episode uh, several weeks back. Uh, actually, it was 246, uh, to be thankful in all things. And that was released on December the 10th. And on that very day that I released that episode, my dad went on to be with his maker. He actually got to see the, the face of Jesus that night and though it's been an interesting road that I've actually gone down over the last since his passing and really even leading up to it uh, I didn't and in just full transparency I did not see my dad's passing coming I really didn't so just to kind of rewind and give you guys a little backdrop with the story. So my dad, great man of God, loves the Lord with all of his heart. Uh, If you have followed me over the last seven years, you know that my mom actually passed away in 2017 and went on to be with, with, with the Lord. And 
And so my dad basically was a single man. And what was kind of cool with all that is I got to see my dad really in his own ability and in the grace that God had given him really live a life that was actually maxing out his singlehood. You know, if you're single listening to this, one of the things that you want to do is maximize your singleness because things change. (laughs) Things definitely change. Uh, Once you actually get married, I know that probably a lot of you guys are like, man, I just want to get married. I want to find the girl of my dreams or the guy of my dreams. I want to get married. Well, things change and they change for the better. But at the same time, guess what? What guess what happens? You you are no longer just you. You are actually now one with another person. My wife, Amy, my beautiful bride, who I've been married to, now coming on actually tomorrow on January the sixth. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. My wife and I will have been married twenty years. Yes, I said that correctly. 20 years on January the 6th, she and I tied the knot, and I praise God for that. I might actually do an episode on how to have a successful marriage. If you might want to tune into that, if you are interested in that, you can actually you know, text me. Actually, the text message number is down below, or you can find me on whatever social media platform that I'm on, from Instagram to YouTube to um, LinkedIn, whatever, Twitter. Anyway, it is a very, very exciting day tomorrow. Well, the thing is, is that my wife just walked in and told me she's leaving. She's actually leaving to go vote. And if you're married, then that is a, typically you normally would do that with your spouse is like, tell them, Hey, I'm getting ready to go to so-and-so or I'm leaving right now, it's just proper communication between the two of you. That's that's just kind of a good little rule uh, if you want a happy marriage. And that's something that Amy and I practice. And you know, if I'm leaving her or she's leaving me, we typically, uh, you know, our signature move is to actually give each other a kiss goodbye and uh, tell them we'll see you soon. And uh, the angels have charge all over you. And you have the blood of Jesus over you. We normally, and bless the works of your hands. We normally speak those things over each other, you know, in some form or fashion, but definitely the kiss is one of the things that we always do. Now, here's the thing. My dad, all of a sudden, he'd been married for 45 years to my mom. And lo and behold, he actually became a single guy at the age of, I guess it would be 60, 66, I believe is when uh, dad, my mom passed away. And my dad was at that age. So dad got to, for the last three years, really kind of maximize his singleness. I mean, he, he got into the Gideons. Uh, he actually uh, was a young guy in the Gideons, praise the Lord. Uh, he went on college campuses, handed out Bibles, and uh, went to different areas that they would have. And he really kind of invigorated or re-energized that, that actual chapter that's actually over in uh, Stone Mountain, Georgia. Hang on, let me get a quick swig of excess real quick excess energy drinks if you want one let me know it's delicious anyway so 
dad was dad and I also went to Israel. That was a dream of his to actually go to Israel. And he and I got to experience that personally together, which was a blessing in and of itself. And I'm so thankful that dad and I got to do that. Well, now flash forward, um, you know, my dad, um, came down with the shingles in kind of the middle to late October timeframe. And he was overcoming that, uh, claiming that he was healed of that. And that was, you know, something that was happening at that time. Well, right around the latter part, uh, mid to latter part of November, uh, dad actually got, um, fairly sick and, um, started running a fever. Well, flash forward, basically dad contracted COVID and I had to take him to the hospital because he was, he had the fever had broke, but he had actually needed to go to the hospital. And I had to walk, I had to take dad to the ER because he was having shortness of breath, take him in, get him, uh, sit. Well, I, I couldn't even go in there actually. It was just a really bizarre experience overall for me. I, I couldn't even go in the ER. I couldn't even help dad check in. It was just one of these things. Well, over the pat over the next 24 days, uh, dad just, it kept progressing worse and worse, unfortunately. And by the way, guys, this is not a doom and gloom, um, episode here. I, this is a praise God episode. This is a, I'm being thankful in all things and I'm, I'm getting to that. I'm just setting you up for the story. And we were full in full expectations. My sisters, my, uh, all of us, um, my wife, Amy, uh, their spouses, everybody. And I, you know, dad, I, I'm not sure where dad was at, but dad, um, I want to believe that he was in full expectation of being healed and walking out of the hospital. At least that's what uh, he told me, and that's what I what I, what I was in agreement with him on. As things progressed, um, you know, eventually Dad had to actually go on a, an incu- uh, not incubator, but um, a ventilator, and that means he he was sedated, and he was on a, on a ventilator for about fourteen days. And on the 14th day, uh, there were some complications with his heart and being sedated and his breathing. And that night on December the 10th, uh, my dad went on to be the, with the Lord. There was some, a, lot of, a lot of great things that came out of all that. Uh, one is we got to hear from several of the frontline people, uh, nurses, doctors at how much that my dad actually impacted them. Uh, I mean, I could read you a text message uh, from a, from one of the nurses that really was impacted by my dad, even in the middle of him being at the hospital, you know, dealing with the situation, you know, her text message actually said uh, to me that, my dad actually changed her life. My dad actually brought her back to 
a relationship with her Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I just want you to pause just for a second on that. It's just something that inspires me, and I hope that it inspires you, Kingdom Success, to maximize your kingdom potential every day. One of the ways, and it should be a hallmark and a very thing that should be in your normal repertoire is to be an impact player for other people, for the kingdom. And my dad, in the middle of him having shortness of breath, being either on a nasal uh, respirator or even on what they called a BiPAP at, uh, for several days, several uh, couple weeks actually there, he was still ministering. He was still impacting those nurses' lives. I mean, whenever my dad passed, we had probably at least, you know, three, four, five nurses come up to my sisters and I personally and express their condolences, which we appreciated. But they also told us how much my dad meant to them and how much my dad had impacted their lives and how how much of a positive influence he was on them it was a, it was really just inspiring to hear that i mean even for the sheer fact that we were actually uh because uh dad was was done with covid it was actually covid pneumonia but dad had actually been able to um be done with COVID. So the virus was not with that. So we actually got to go in the room, which was favor in and of itself for us to be there while dad was passing on to be with the Lord. And, and then the other thing that kind of happened with it is I didn't even know this. They, they just did this. Uh, so during the time my dad is passing, these nurses actually had praise and worship music. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. I'm just, I'm getting a little choked up about it. Had praise and worship music going on in the room while my dad was passing. I mean, who does that? What, what scenario have, have I heard that people are being impacted even when someone is, you know, gasping for breath or, you know, is trying to recover and, is getting impacted. I mean, one of the nurses actually came to my dad's gravesite because she just was so impacted by my dad. Guys, I, I, I just praise God for that. I give thanks in the middle of that. I know that I'm, I, I'm still mourning my dad's passing. Uh, I mean, for the first, when dad passed, probably it was a solid 10 days. I really just, was shell shocked. I mean, I was, I was hurting from a sadness standpoint. Um, but as time progressed, taking it one day at a time, I began to how to say it. I began to the morning. It was just a different process than I had ever experienced. You know, my mom passing away versus my dad passing away. Two different experiences, honestly two different experiences. And mom was mom's was 
mom's passing was more of a progressive thing because it was cancer related and it was really over about a two, two and a half year period of time that we saw my mom, you know, go on to be with the Lord. Well, my dad was 24 days and, you know, we were, I mean, not that we weren't with my mom, but with my dad, we were in high expectation that God was going to heal my dad. And that didn't happen. And you might sit there and think, well, you know, are you mad at God? Well, I was a little disappointed, (laughs) but it doesn't matter. The word is still the word. And, you know, should I ask why? Yeah, I might, I might want to ask why, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just want to ask in the right attitude and I want to get wisdom and insight into what might've went on uh, with my dad. Uh, but you know what? At the same time, I, I remember listening to a minister of the gospel, actually, Jesse Duplantis, just the other day. He simply said, you know, hey, look, if they've gone on to be with the Lord and you don't understand totally why, don't worry about it. The word is still the word, and you need to believe the word, not what someone else's experience was. And when you get to heaven, why don't you ask them why? And I was like, you know, that, that, that is definitely a, that's wisdom. That's wisdom. Cause kind of a little bit, you know, people was, how you doing? How you feeling? And honestly, a lot of times all I could tell them was I'm sad that dad's gone. I mean, I, I really am still am sad, but at the same time I'm at peace. And I just want to give you a couple of scriptures, you know, at why I've been able to find peace with this. Because Paul the Apostle actually says uh, right here in uh, Philippians Philippians chapter 1, verse 22, says, but if I am to live in the flesh, that means this will mean fruitful labor for me, and I do not know which to choose. I am hard-pressed with both decisions. Having the desire to depart and be with Christ for this is very mu- this is very much better yet to remain in the flesh is more necessary for your sake and that gives me comfort because either way is a winning situation that's why i mean i had to tell that to my sisters at one point during this whole process i said look if my dad passes away he gains so much if he's healed he gains a lot too. But at the same time, Satan wants to try to shake your faith, wants to try to manipulate you into thinking that it's somebody else's fault or you want to blame somebody else for you know someone else's passing in this situation. And I, ha- I remember I had to have some conversations with some people like saying, no, 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 we're not blaming anybody. You know, how my dad contracted COVID, we're not blaming anybody for this. This we're not going that down that path. We're not going to have any strife or hold any offense because that is the bait of Satan. The bait of Satan to be able to get you in offense or get you into strife is to hold an offense to somebody. I mean, that's that's clear in the in the word. And Satan's one of the one of his ways is for you to hold an offense uh, against somebody. Well, 
Another scripture that really encouraged me was this actually in 2 Corinthians uh, 5, 7 through 9. It says, for we walk by faith and not by sight, but we are we are of good courage and prefer rather to be absent from the body to be home with the Lord. Therefore, we will we also have our ambitions, whether at home or or absent, to be pleasing to Him. So here's the thing: you know, when we pass, death has no hold on us. If you're a Christian, if you if you're just listening to this for the first time, you're just kind of following along and stumbled across this. You know, let me encourage you: get saved. Actually, accept Jesus Christ. I mean, it's really simple. Just believe in your heart that Jesus died on the cross. He uh, was buried. He rose again on the third day to take away all the sins and have victory for us. Believe that in your heart. Just say, I believe that in Jesus' name. And you're a Christian. You're saved. Now go go, keep listening and find some other good things to listen to so that you can kind of, you know, renew your mind. But anyway, so as I began, you know, was going through this whole mourning process. And I, it was really the first time, I mean, with my mom, I, I don't know exactly how, if I went through a full, if I really mourned, I did mourn, but you know, I was kind of like, I still had my dad, right? I still had dad with me, but now that dad's passed, that's, this has just been a different deal. I remember it was the Saturday after Dad passed. Dad passed away on Thursday night. This was Saturday morning, uh, roughly, and I just kind of decided to go over to my dad's house. And I walked. I was over there for about two hours, and I just was going into each room, looking at pictures, looking at different things that would just remind me of Dad, and sitting down, you know, weeping in certain uh, places, and you know, this is why you know you you've. You want to have a a good relationship with the Lord. I mean, your relationship with the Lord, guys, needs to be honest. It, God's not afraid of your honesty. Uh, you know, you know, you just have to be willing to accept His honesty too. <laughs> um, and it's just a good. You just have to have a good relationship with the Lord. I mean, it's just a relationship. It's just like with somebody else. And. I just remember I, I kind of got to the point it was I was kind of I was walking through a certain portion of uh, my dad's property and I just remember breaking down and really just I mean it, this was really the waterworks were really flowing and as I really was just I just was like God Lord I was like I, I just was telling the Lord I can't do this I mean I can't I can't do you know, what my dad was doing and how my, cause I, I, it was just something about having a dad in my life, having my father figure figure in my life to, to go to and to lose that, especially a godly father figure. It was a big blow. And the, the Lord or just the verse of scripture that popped up in my, my spirit was, uh, Romans eight twenty eight. Uh, a lot of you guys know it. Uh, I'm just not going to look it up. I'm just maybe I might quote it here, but that popped up in my my thinking, and I simply just said, "Golly, you know, Lord, I know that all things are going to work for the good for you, for our good, 
for those that love us. You're working things out. You know, I also call Romans 8.28, you know, the lemons and the lemonade uh, scripture verse for those that love the Lord. You know, that's, that's the key thing for that verse, by the way. You actually really have to love the Lord. You can't just like, you know, have Jesus as the flavor of the month and, you know, next month is off to do whatever you want to do. You know, I'm talking about the real lovers of our Heavenly Father. Now, here's the thing. The Holy Spirit said, said, look, this is the scripture. I'm, I'm working everything out, Tyler. You don't have to be, I mean, you can mourn, but I'm working everything out. You don't have to worry about a thing. You don't, you don't have to rely on your own self. This is what the Lord, I just sensed the Lord telling me that time. And I still was crying and still meditating on that verse that he gave me. And in that moment right there, I just, the, this, the two words that I can only say because of that verse, uh, was, I know, I know. And what I meant by that is I know that all things are going to work out. I know that everything's going to be fine. I know, I know that's all I could do is just cry out that at that moment through the tears, through the heartache that I was experiencing at that time. But my faith was crying out. My spirit man was crying out saying, I know, I know that everything's going to be fine. I know that we're going to get through this uh, season and God is going to get glory. God's going to get, uh, God's going to have, show us victory. God's going to continue to bless us. He's already blessed us. And you know what? Everything's going to be okay. But man, guys, my dad's life inspires me. And as I was driving back from uh, Indiana, from spending Christmas with my in-laws up in northern Indiana, um, my wife and I, we always enjoy long road trips uh, together because it just gives she and I a lot of time to talk, even though we got four kids, <laughs> red box is awesome. Uh, keeping kids kind of focused on a movie. Let me get a quick swig. Hang on. And, but I, on the way back, you know, I was, I've been thinking about what, what verse of scripture, what, what would be my theme for this year for 2021 last year it was lamplighter that was the word that holy spirit gave me was lamplighter and i sensed this when i was in the car with my wife because i was just we were talking about my dad and talking about bandaz life and talking about you know just some upcoming things that were happening or that we were looking forward to in 2021, that's just always what Amy and I do. And, um, you know, oh, and by the way, I, I do want to read uh, another scripture that really brought me a lot of comfort uh, during this time. And I don't know how it all play out. I might read it. I might not read it. Uh, but I'll reference it right now. It's Isaiah 43, verse 1 through, uh, verse 1 actually through 4. Okay. Uh, that was just a great, great scripture verse to meditate on uh, during that whole entire time when I was grieving. But going back to the thing, you know, Amy and I, I was just, you know, talking to her and something inside of me just kind of said, you know, I'm done limiting God. 
You know, it says that actually in Scripture, in Psalms 78, verse 41, I believe. Yeah, 40. I think it's verse 40. Um, Let me go to it. Yep. Basically, it just says in verse 41 of Psalm 78, it says again and again, they turned away and tempted God to kill them. And here it is limited the Holy One of Israel from giving them their blessings. And man, guys, uh, that verse was just kind of a little bit ringing in my ears. And then the Holy Spirit uh, gave me this verse that just kind of jumped out at me, you know, in the middle of my morning, actually, because I, I read it actually devotional, um, actually in my YouVersion uh, Bible app, during that time when I was, you know, really heavily mourning my dad, uh, it was the the actual devotional is called Finding Meaning in the Morning. Uh, not morning like morning next day, it's morning, <laughs> okay? But I read this verse and it really just resonated with me. And the actual verse is actually Isaiah 43, uh verse 18. So it was, you know, I read, uh, chapter, uh, verse one, but this one really kind of just, I, it was like something the, like a shotgun that went off on me. And here it is. It says, and I'm reading this, I think from the, uh, living Bible it says, but forget all, all about that. It is nothing compared to what I'm doing. I'm going to do. So in some, some translations, verse 18 says, Forget about the past. It's done. It's gone. I mean, Paul Apostle talks about, you know, uh, I think it's in Philippians that he says, you know, I don't even consider the past. I it's it's already gone, it's past, it's it's not even here. But anyway, it says this in uh so forget all about that. All right, forget about the past. For I am going to do a brand new thing. See, I've already begun. Do you see it? I will make a road through the wilderness of the world for my people to go home and create rivers for them in the desert. And that verse right there, those two verses really just jumped out at me because I just grabbed hold of that, that this was, this was looking like my verse for 2021. And then that going back to that car ride and even, you know, how awesome the Lord did the first Sunday of the new year. I think that was January 3rd, my birthday, by the way, (laughs) January 3rd. Um, I actually, my pastor confirmed both Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. He talked about that verse right there on Sunday morning. And he even one of his main things for his message was no more excuses. I, I, I just don't, I don't want to live anymore. It's like my dad's life inspired me to say, you know what? Let's take the cap off this man. Let's, let's, let's take that governor off the, off the throttle and let's maximize my kingdom potential. 
let's take it to the next level. Let's no more excuses, Tyler. And, you know, that's just kind of where I'm at right now, guys, is no more excuses. I I don't want to live my life with limiting my Heavenly Father, not believing Him, or even delaying the obedience. He might tell me something, and I might, in the past, you know, kind of twiddle my thumbs and him haul around a little bit. But you know what, man? I I I don't know what it is about my dad and just this whole thing. It's like this, uh, you know, anointing is on me of like, let's 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 believe. Let's believe more than what we believed in 2020. 2020 is over. 2021 is here. I'm grateful. You know what? I am grateful for 2020. There's there. I might do a whole entire episode on just what happened with me in 2020, because there's a lot of great things that happened in 2020. And guess what? Jesus was still celebrated in 2020 in my life and still will be in 2021. And I hope it is with yours. But gang, I'm telling you that no more excuses. God is doing a brand new thing in you. You know, you might grab a hold of that for yourself personally. That's just me right now that I know that God is doing and he's already begun it. That's the thing. And I, and I do see it, Lord. I do see it. I see it. And I'm forgetting about the past or where I might've, you know, been lax in certain areas, but now I'm moving forward. I press on towards the goal to win the prize, which has, which God has called me to That's in Philippians, uh, right there, guys, you can look that up. So this is my first episode in 2021. And I'm grateful. I'm still thankful in all things. I'm not thankful for some of the situations that I experienced or am experiencing uh, because, you know, just with all my dad's businesses and all the dad's uh, estate all that's got to be handled too. So there's a lot of decisions that have to be made, you know, on my part. And I've got the favor of God on me. And that's another thing that's, you know, kind of one of the things that I've really been meditating on. The last book that I read for 2020 that I finished up was actually The Power of Favor by Joel Olstein. And highly recommend that book. It was a fantastic book. And I am, the last chapter really kind of taught, really resonated with me about heavy favor, that heavy favor is upon my life. If you're a born-again believer, if you're a child of the Most High God, which I believe you are, kingdom of success, you have heavy favor. That actually talks about that in, in Isaiah, all right? And I think it's uh, 60. I don't have time to look it up. But uh, that word, arise, for your, let your glory shine, that whole entire thing is with heavy favor, Okay. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited to see what God does in 2021. I'm excited to see what he does today in my life because I live in today. I don't live tomorrow. I live only in today. I don't live in the past either. I live only today. So kingdom of success. If you want to subscribe, please do so. Whatever podcast app you're you know on, welcome aboard. If you'd like to sow into this podcast, if you'd like to become a monthly contributor or a one-time contributor, I welcome that. This is fully listener supported. If you'd like to become part of uh, the community 
that I have and want to text me directly, you can find the text message uh, number down below in the show notes right there. And you can actually text message me and I can text you back. I mean, trust me, I've got plenty of people that are actually jumping on board with this. I added like four or five people here as of uh, lately. And I'm honored to have you on board. And gang, we're going to maximize 2021. No more excuses. That's it, baby. No more excuses because God is doing a new thing in us. He's doing a new thing in us and I receive it. And I have my eyes wide open to that. And I hope you do too. So know that you're blessed. You're highly favored. You're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health and gang and The spirit of breakthrough, by the way, is upon you. (laughs) And gang, we'll catch you on the other side. 